Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Yo, back up now and give my brother's room. The fuse is lit and I'm about to start the IGN UK podcast. One of the worst things that's ever happened next to me. Shut up, that was awesome. I kind of loved it. Can we do that every single podcast now? Can we make Alex introduce it? We already established that he's a rapper slash vigilante in his spare time a couple of podcasts ago. I feel like that intro would work. Maybe he comes on and goes, Selector! (laughs) I'll do a different Will Smith lyric every single time. But my name is Gav Murphy. To my right is... Joseph Scribbles. There you go. And to my left is... Alicia Judge. There we go, guys. That was slightly robotic. There we go. Done. Let's, let's <laughs> go home. That is your podcast for this week. We've done a podcast. Yay! Of course not. There's lots to get through, including, Joe, what the frick did we do last night? We crossed the length and breadth of a five-kilometer circle in London <laughs> uh, doing exercises and catching Pokemon mm. because the world's gone mad and no Pokemon. one's paying attention to it because yeah. there's Pokemon to catch. Exactly. Like, Pokemon Go is still a massive thing. It's but... such a good idea, and I, re- yeah. I really hope that there was someone behind you just yelling go 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 as he ran to be was. like super. So, well there was there was a guy who kept making pokemon puns like our we personal say trainer. so basically we we did a 5k run with virgin active uh, and basically they organized a 5k run with interval training sort of after each mm. k but also when you so basically you run for one kilometer Stop to do some high intensity interval training with uh, one of their personal trainers. But they'd also gone round just before and dropped lures on where we were doing that uh, training. So you do like three minutes of high intensity training and then you'd also be able to catch loads of Pokemon after yeah. this as well. How long did the lure last for? Half an hour. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, it, so it was really like well timed. You had to. Oh, yeah. Keep yeah, there was, with the a, there was a guy on a bike, bike yeah. who was going ahead and dropping the lures wow. as we went. Um, and gave us water. Like I'd want to nice be that man. guy. That that sounds like a fun job. It was good. <laughs> it yeah. was really good, wasn't it? And there was something really, like, odd about running around and having the whole group reacting to Pokemon appearing yeah, around them. Really like, fun. there's one great bit on Blackfire, Blackfriars Bridge. We're surrounded by people, like, I think going home from work, mm. probably. <laughs> and, like, the Who personal trainer nerds? guy. Yeah. Just, like, a hench dude in, yeah. like, an Ash Ketchum cat. Just started screaming, Pharaoh on the bridge! <laughs> and it was like terrorism was happening. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, that was really good. I think the really good thing about because obviously we're massive dweebs, but, mm. um, and we've been playing it, but the coolest thing was just seeing like actual normal normies yeah. people, and people who could probably function. Accountants. There was yeah. an accountant doing it. It was an accountant. You had explained to me that he was an accountant because he told me his job, and I was like, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. What, did he, what was his KPMG job? Accountant. KPMG accountant. Wow. KPMG is the company. I was thinking KGB. KGB like, accountant. KGB. Is he allowed to just tell us? Yes, we've spent a lot um, on guns. But it was <laughs> awesome. So, guns. yeah, me, me, Joe, and Rory did it. We run around London and we filmed it. So, we might put a video up at some point. Yeah. Because basically, we set ourselves a little challenge to, oh. and we won't give away who did well, who did right. the best in the challenge, mm. but we set ourselves a little challenge on uh, who could catch the highest CP. Uh, Pokemon. Oh, uh, what good I will give. What I will give away is I was in front 
for a long time. Okay. And then I wasn't. Yes. <laughs> Very like, sudden. Spoiler alert. Spectacularly wasn't and as unexpectedly. well. Which was really good. Yeah. My favorite bit was the personal trainer we had who yeah. had adopted like Pokemon. He genuinely really liked Pokemon. Mm. Like, it became mm. clear very quickly that it was not an act, which I just Absolutely. cynically yeah. I was like, oh, this guy doesn't give a shit. He's just yeah. here for a yeah, payday. Yeah. Uh, quick buck. Um, and uh, and yeah, it turns out he was super into it and he was like, legs like Dodgyo's guys. Yeah. <laughs> which was, legs like Dodgyo's. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, he just kept making Pokemon pun names. It was really good. It sounds like it's awful, but it actually was really and good. It was really heartwarming yeah. as well. Like everyone felt really good and everyone's like going like, did you get that Electabuzz? Well, and, yeah, yeah, I, th- like, I think the I mean, so I'm just going to say that that's really nice because I've been and done these exercise things yeah. before and you always are in your your own little world of pain locked in your sweat <laughs> and you never really talk to the person next to you and then everyone kind of shuffles off at the end and don't yeah, talk to yeah. each other but this sounds like a kind of class it where so everyone was talking to each other it was yeah, great it was really good we spoke to quite a lot of people I uh, at one point you had to peer off um, so you guys you and Rory paid off and mm-hmm. I went with a complete stranger we were doing um, press ups and high fives oh. and I was press ups and high fiving this one guy that's really good it was I've good. never done more press ups because I wanted to keep up with Rory and get the high fives going because yeah. I knew Rory would be devastated if he yeah. missed a high five but there, there, was, there was this one really awesome bit where we basically stopped on South Bank was it not South Bank it was Thames around there around the Thames and um, basically that river we had to do uh, was it burpees or push ups at some point we had to do loads it was one of, of these one of these things anyway, or mountain climbers possibly but there was a squirtle uh, oh, just, just appeared so, so I basically Rory was filming I stopped doing the exercise so I could catch the squirtle but Joe was like I don't know too nice to not to stop because the guy was like guys you do your exercise then you then you catch your Pokemon but I, was I was like living up to the F this idea of the thing yeah. I was tr- ch- happy that I would get a squirtle at the end of it and I didn't because he ran away but you got but, one at some, you got one later on though right yeah I did get one okay, later good, on yeah, but yeah there's, there's a brilliant bit in the video that we'll put yeah. up where it is you two catching a squirtle and then I notice like as I'm doing a plank like looking around just like you fucking (laughs) that was really funny but it was good and we wanted we like at the end of it we were like let's do more of this we have to yeah do we more. were like planning our own Pokemon maybe, runs maybe, yeah maybe we should do our own but then someone needs to be the person on the bike running yeah. ahead with the lure well you don't need the lure we just stop yeah, and catch you some don't Pokemon. actually I suppose no, just, I, don't know, I don't know how much that actually helped no, like, although to be fair every time we got to a stop we did get a really good Pokemon yeah, occasionally I think, yeah, I but think, we got a lot on the run as well because I always find because we work in Olga East and there's always a lure on Olga East yeah, yeah I've never caught something oh no I caught Meowthia this morning other than that, I, I've never amazing, caught something yeah. decent. But I think yeah. that we're in a really bad area. Like we're, we're never, in a proper we're, dead zone. It's such a dead zone. I mean, uh, the, the best Pokemon I've caught was a Raticate, which yeah. literally I catch enough Raticates to have at least seven yeah, Raticates. Yeah. It's weird how Pokemon Go has changed my perception of London. Like mm. before, we've got a pub downstairs from the office, which is really nice. And we it's go not? there quite a lot. It's a shithole. Well, no, as in it's really nice to have a, have a pub, pub downstairs. All right, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Go I, for a drink I, after work. I hear. Do you got punk IPA on tap? It's nice. Yeah, but that'll go. Anyway. It's a guest ale, Joe. It's a guest ale. <laughs> beyond discussing this, uh, I always thought it was nice that we had a pub downstairs. But that pub is not a Pokestop. No, and it it's not. ruins my day every time I'm Is the craft beer company around the corner a Pokestop? I don't think it is, no. Mm. Shite. Yeah, yeah. It, it was because I want to make that our new local. Yeah, I want to stop going to the one downstairs. Start going to the old man pub that's dark and barely any sunlight gets in. And no. There's a million beers. And you can sit in the corner and drink nine percent gravy. And it's the size of two Wembleys downstairs. Yeah, 
is it is whoever it's not but yeah that's 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 our Pokemon running about thing maybe we, we we'll start doing an IGN Pokemon run around London I'd be that well would actually that. be really good I'd be well I would be you'd be a good, good personal trainer uh, I don't know yeah. I reckon you could G like people up you oh, are, I could definitely G people up out of but I could G people up but I don't have the like Good. But well, you're not going to be doing handstands on South Bank. I'm not be doing handstands, which this guy was doing. Seriously. Yeah, I've got an awesome photo of it. I've got an image now, though, of Krupa just in a plank and doing yeah. press ups and you standing him over going, G up, lad, G up, G up. <laughs> well, there we are. That's, That's a weird fine. image. It's <laughs> so in my head now, burned in my retina. <laughs> What else are we doing this week? Star Wars. We did a Star, Star Wars. <laughs> we had Star Wars Celebration last weekend. That was amazing. It was oh, excellent. Yeah. It was, it was another overwhelmingly positive event. Yeah. Things just keep happening that are nice. Everything, Don't expect it. Everything on my running order this week, including Triple X3. Well, Do you know what? We'll Do you know what? But this is such the Fantastic. games industry, isn't it? It's like our little industry, our news is amazing. We're super happy. There's lots of games coming out. People are uniting under yeah. the banner of small animals. Like, outside, and then outside of nerd culture. Yeah, outside, outside, outside of nerd culture. Everything's going to shit. Everything is effed up. But it's but weird. It's usually the other way around. Yeah, yeah that is true. That's um, really good. Yeah. We, we had a, if you came and said hello to your Star Celebration, I mm. think we probably had a, an amazing time saying hello to you. We've got I, an email from from a man who said hello. Really? Aww. I posed for a lot of photos and I'm really sorry to anyone because I can only do one f- face in photo. I know is. exactly what the face is. That's always that face. Um, it's so annoying. It's such a good face though. It is a nice face. It is yeah, a really good face. Pleased. Yeah, but when you've done it like a lot throughout the day, you didn't put your phone on airplane mode. What? You <laughs> absolutely getting, kidding me. Like, you know, I'm very well connected. The podcast listeners have just had a... That's fine. Shit as that I've got for um, What was the coolest it. thing you saw at Star Wars Celebration? Uh, Alicia. The- <laughs> My coolest thing literally happened after I asked Joe on that because I I was I was only there for one day, the final day, which was the most fun day because it was the day where we were being really silly and doing all the silly videos. But um, so Joe had already had a day there. I was like, oh, what what was like the coolest thing that you saw yesterday? And he was like, well, I mean, it was probably Warwick Davis riding past on a Segway, and I was like, no way, that sounds so cool. I'd love to see that. Literally two minutes later, we walked on a little bit further, and Warwick Davis. Just goes, came, through, came through the bag check the at the media but door then, but then he was like we had to line up for the bags like, yeah. to, to get them like so, and he was right behind us and I was like I was so was not keeping my cool I was like Joe 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 Warwick Davis is behind us and he's on a Segway. <laughs> Warwick Davis has to have his bag checked. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. Way. He had to like queue up with us for the Segway. They're not like... checking Wicket's bag. They're mm. checking it thoroughly from no. what I could tell. Because yeah. I thought when, when you were saying that, I thought you were saying he was going through the bag check and I was like if this was an episode of 24 that's who I would turn first. You'd Warwick. turn Davis. I would turn Warwick Davis and then Put a bomb on him. Yeah, well, and then he'll be. Well, actually, that'd be really good bomb because he'll be on his little Segway, and you can run it into anyone. You're thinking of it like Diva, Diva's ultimate. Yeah, in, uh, in like, Overwatch. Run that into JJ Abrams. That'll learn him. Wow, weird thing to think about. It wasn't. It wasn't it. So but yeah, fine. anyway, the bomb wasn't in his bag because I saw it get bag. checked. Yeah, I've watched very closely yeah. just to see if no. they thought if he had a knife. Yeah, but he did not. But no, I mean that 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 was the kind of first cool thing I saw but it's kind of joint second with when we stood in a replica set 
Endor. Oh, cool. Um, oh, that was so good. It was yeah. so good. For it, an, yeah, for anyone who didn't go, they, they've released, or they're releasing a new set of um, Star Wars-themed drones. And yeah. they, had, they, they had, like, a big Death Star trench with a sim, you know, like a X-Wing versus uh, TIE, TIE Advanced, weirdly. Yeah. Loads of Vaders um, having a fight. And then in the next room, they just got trees and mud and leaves. Yeah. And it was an actual awesome. forest and it, like, in the convention centre. And it's, center. it just... It smelled yeah, of what really Endor good. would smell like. You walked in, and you know in those air freshener ads, you did the air freshener face, yep. yeah. where you just kind of go, <sighs> But we got really lucky and were allowed to go behind the scenes, because yeah. you're meant to be behind netting. Ne- netting, but, but they yeah, let we us We got in, in, and they flew the speeders around us yeah. and stuff. We sat on a incredible. log in Endor, and then we sat on a rock. We sat on all the Endor things. Yes. One of the drone guys kept talking about how the fact that it smelled like a forest made him want to have a piss in it all the time. Oh my God, I'd it was forgotten really about strange. that. It's <laughs> just like yes. yeah, it really makes you want to just gotta like go yeah, for a week. Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> and, then we, and then we like we just we were very British and we thought we'd carry on the small talk. He'd yeah. chosen the small talk subject, so we were like, we'll run with this. And then we were like, great, yeah. So I'm um, marking your territory in Endor. And then we had this really strange conversation. When, <laughs> when we left, I shook his hand and said, please don't piss, and left. That's <laughs> <laughs> the coolest closing line I've ever had. See, I got I got to see it, but I got to see it from behind the netting. netting and yeah. the first one we saw was the trench one and I had a big problem with that it was too big for the tiny drones yeah and also there's a Death Star yeah this is the problem I had so they'd recreated the trench of the Death Star and then there's a Death Star hanging above it as well what is going on double Death Star bollocks episode 8 get out (laughs) episode 8 revealed so there was that one but then um, so I was in in the Endor one I was filming Mm. and I basically got to film in the day and then got to film in the evening again with our colleague Eric Goldman um, who was over from the States and was a lovely person. And I, so I was filming, I said, as we were walking down, I said, oh, Eric, because I, I saw where they take off. Mm-hmm. I said, Eric, if you come down here, this is kind of where they take off and you can see them a little bit better because once they get out there, it's really hard to sort of keep an eye on them. And he's like, okay, cool. So he came down and we stood there. And as we were filming, guess who came in to watch as well? Mark Hamill. Gareth Edwards, the director of Rogue oh, One. No. So he came, he came in to start looking at the things and he was like standing next to me. So I was filming a little bit and I, so I was like, oh, bollocks this. So I stopped filming. Do you want to do this, mate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he was filming with his, with his um, uh, mobile phone and I was like, hmm. oh, I'm going to film some of that. So I said, oh, hey man, how are you doing? And I was like, and he's like, this is amazing, isn't it? And he was like, and then he goes, um, two words, no, two things. How much are they, and when can I get one? Nice. Um, yeah, so you had like a little chat with him about that and uh, cool. about things. That in, was quite nice. In fairness, they are bloody amazing. Like we went out afterwards to look at the actual droid yeah. toys themselves, and like even the packaging. Oh, the packaging's amazing. Is stunning. So like you, when you get the box, when you open it, like there's this really slow <clears throat> like light show where basically all inside it's made of like this not glass but like you know perspex type perspex stuff. type type glass that houses this incredibly beautiful drone and then there's like a in the outside you can take off a um a little like coin and yeah. then you and like keep talking about nanoparticles nanoparticles yes. it's got nanoparticle technology which I swear I, I thought they were taking no. the piss when they said that yeah. it's actually genuinely real, it? yeah. Same. Thing, I apparently. thought this was kind of like a deploy the algorithm style yeah, I like, like, what what I was like yeah it's all bollocks it's all mental but no it's really cool so you you wave the coin against the drone and suddenly this like personalised serial number thing appears on it yeah. just like the attention to detail of the packaging 
is really, plays really little cool. Music, yeah. It plays, plays music, music as, well. as you lift the box art off. There's, yeah, there's me and Krupp have done a video of it. It's quite a spreaker, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> well, but, it, but it is in a box. Yeah, but no, it's incredible. It's music, Joe. You are grateful. It's incredible. But it, the guy, you know, it looks so amazing then just to hear like... It's like a video. It's like... It's not like that. But no, yeah, it's awesome. It's they were they were amazing. really really good. That Apparently, was... there's secrets in there. Yeah, yeah. Like there's stuff about the boxes they weren't telling us. Like we had a chat with the CEO of the company. More about the boxes. Uh, apparently, like Jen, always I, with no, the boxes, Joe. Apparently, something's in in it is incredible that they weren't showing off. And he, and I was like, you're Blacks. talking it as if like the box has as much technology as the drones. And he was like. Yeah, well, the box, to be fair, like the, they look so good in the box, and I think if yeah. like if you're a nerd, then that's probably and if you're a nerd and not a drone pilot, which let's be honest, probably ninety nine percent of the people who are buying those things are going to be, yeah. it's going to be in a box for a lot of time. So yeah. you know, it's cool to have it as an actual thing. Like, I'd love if we could get one here. Oh like, my goodness, it was so cool. I want one so badly. Yeah, I really do. Um, get but all four. All well, I want what for else Christmas. did I see that was cool? I think the best, the, the cool stuff that I saw was either just it was just people. Yeah. I think like I've never been at a convention before where it was all centered around one thing. You were talking about yeah. this, and it was yeah. a really good point. And it's like. Because like, usually you go to Comic Cons or you go to like you know Hyper Japan or something like that where everything is is loads of different things going yeah. on. So if you're a fan of like comics and stuff there, mm. if you're a fan of like sci-fi or Star Trek, you know all these different things. Because it was just Star Wars, yeah. everyone was there. You know, it's got this one collective interest. Well, it's kind of the same as our Pokemon Wars. run, yeah. where it was Absolutely. like we were all yeah, there just yeah. for one thing, and everyone, all those like weird social barriers broke down because yeah. everyone could just be like. Isn't this cool? Suddenly, everyone has a common connection. Like, you've already established that kind of link. And, like, the most heartwarming thing for me was just, like, having that Ray being a strong female role model thing totally vindicated. Because the number of little girls who were just, like, walking around dressed up as Ray doing fucking badass stuff the whole time. And it just makes you go, yeah, this is brilliant. the, the, The idea that, like, anyone ever complained about this is mad to me now yeah and yeah like the coolest thing i saw was this this kid in a like a boba fett really good like mandalorian armor walking around yeah it was like that's cool like properly swagging about yeah. and then took off their helmet it was like this little girl just looking like fucking angry at everyone like, that's amazing <laughs> that's, that's the coolest awesome. thing that's awesome it was that's so awesome. nice yeah, it's yeah, just I've a really good atmosphere the whole really time. Really enjoyed it. It was lovely. Even like I, well, I got a tattoo on the Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah you did. It was amazing. It was a tattoo that Krupa designed for me. It started off as a joke on Rebel Base like a year ago, and all came to fruition at the Star Celebration too. Um, tattooed by an amazing person called Clara Sinclair, who ended up going on to win a Star Wars competition that day for another for another tattoo that she'd done. Amazing, yeah, which no is way. awesome. Um, but yeah, I've had a bunch of tattoos, and I think she was pro- I, this probably the one that I've sort of bled least and scabbed up the least. So that's good. Nice. High class work. Um, as soon as it stops scabbing, maybe I'll put a photo of it. Well, we did a couple of videos and stuff of it as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was awesome. It was just a, a lovely, lovely time. And considering like that is an event just built around really selling you stuff. Like, Absolutely. 90% of the stuff there is just really expensive merch oh, stalls. Yeah. So the fact that we came away going like, yeah, this was brilliant. It's, lovely, yeah. it's a testament to how you know how good that audience was it was yeah. great it was a really so good true. time for sure speaking of really good things <laughs> a new trailer I know what you're a new on. trailer dropped this week was it a trailer for season 2 of Narcos yes it did drop but we're not going to talk about it because there was another bigger trailer 
Magnificent Seven? No. <laughs> not that either, guys. A different trailer. Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Oh, God, it's so shit. Probably the best trailer we've ever seen You're at IGN. An, an absolute maniac. I would think. I mean, I think that kind of goes without saying. I know you love Vin Diesel, and I know we have video evidence of him being an excellent person. And I'm sure, you know, he's brilliant. But that trailer is so poor. I I do not understand. I wouldn't wouldn't say it's poor. I'd I'd say that it's... It's all right if you don't get it, Joe. It's it's all right if you don't understand what's going on. Everyone speaks in taglines. Nothing makes sense. Just like real life. Oh, yeah. No, no. The bit bit that's... Okay, the bit that I would ascribe poor to is the end where it's got... What's her face from Orange is the New Black who's looking down the barrel of a gun who just goes... Guns, girls, and global domination. Girls and global domination. It's like, as she says guns, there's like some people blowing up. Girls, some like girls in bikinis on the beach and global domination. Domination end. And then it's yeah, like, and it's just fucking Vin Diesel looking slightly more overweight than he used to, right. being like Mrrr. just a little bit. That's I mean, how everyone talks. When I come in the morning, I'm like tea, videos, <laughs> chatting with Rory. Like that's that's a, that's how I talk. That's how everyone talks. You're forgetting yeah. this. I think it's 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 nailed. It's coming out in January, so you know, early you... Oscar contender maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That is Oscar bait. Like, if I've ever seen it. Cause... Do you know what the second my f- second favorite part of that trailer was? It's where this woman is clearly talking about how they need to hire Vin Diesel again. To oh, it's Tony Collette. And was it? Yeah, okay, that yeah. was not Tony Collette. I'm. 60% <laughs> We had an amazing thing this week that you just reminded me of where Rory made a video and said immediately that it would get 2 million oh, views. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then everyone was like, I don't know, Rory. So he said 1 million views. It's not it's done. One no, day, it's just right, the way that you said it. I thought it was quite obviously Tony Collette. I don't know. I mean, not. maybe you're right. But your, upcoming uh, projects, Triple X, the Return of the Amazing. Nice. I knew it was. So... They're there, and they're staring She's there, yeah. down, the, down the barrel of the camera, and they say, we need someone who does things differently in this epic voice. And then it so just, we'll get the same it, guy we got in the last no, two no, films. No, 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 it's even better than that. It flicks back to that same guy that they've had in the last two films. It was in the last two films. He, he was only in one. He was what, in the original Triple X. He was in the original, and then Ice Cube took over from oh, him. Oh, fucking hell. What a stupid series. Come on, guys. Well. <laughs> Come on, guys. Keep up. Eh? He didn't make a, even a cameo appearance in Triple X 2. I can't remember now. <laughs> Weird, though. He had stuff, he had stuff on. He had stuff Would on. Would you like me so to finish got, my please, story yeah, sorry, while you sorry, guys sorry, are derailing yeah. the joke? <laughs> and then, it, yeah, it switches. And it's just Vin Diesel who is skiing down a leafy forest without snow. And if mm. there's ever anyone who does things differently, it's probably a man who skis without ice. Listen. Well, he also drives a motorbike uh, across the ocean like he's skipping a stone and like does That's a ramp off a wave. That's how Just because you don't understand physics, don't have a go with Vin Diesel. It's All right? absolutely pathetic. <laughs> it's a stupid-looking film I morons. Personally, I can't wait for the film. I think it's going to... Silence the haters. I look forward like, to. Like I the, look forward to being proved wrong. Do you know what? You're like the, those scumbags that judge Ghostbusters before it came out. No, I'm not. You're organising. It's an orchestrated hate campaign <laughs> that you are doing against Vin Diesel and his kind. Look, I just wish whatever he is. I just think they've really Spanish. They've hurt the legacy of the Triple X. <laughs> Franchise. You said to it me, ruined my childhood where I looked at Ice Cube and I thought that's someone I can relate you to. You said to me as I walked in yesterday before the trailer dropped. You said to me, "God, I hate bald people." 
and they shouldn't be allowed to be in films. They shouldn't be allowed to remake films. I stand by that because they make DOP's lives hell. <laughs> the amount of shine that they have to deal with on those. Vin Diesel doesn't shine. Selfish men. Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel doesn't, doesn't shine. shine. I mean, obviously he shines. When he, he, when well, he's acting. got like the duck's quack of a head. Yeah, like they don't echo, and he yeah. doesn't shine. That's, that's exactly right. Physics. He's matte. He's, he's matte. constantly matte. <laughs> <laughs> he even, sands down his head every Even when day. he's boiling and sweating. Absolutely. Absolute max. No sheen. Um, but I'm ex- I'm excited for Triple X 3. I can't believe it's Good. not coming out this year. Gotta wait all the way until January. Did you even know it was coming out before yesterday? Yeah. You knew that film was Yeah, yeah but I, had, I just hadn't seen any footage from mm-hmm. him. Um, I think at some point we were offered a uh, set visit. No. Really? Yeah, I saw an email come through. It was like, hey, guys, who wants to do the set visit? And Why I was like, you, you could have seen... Obviously, this is going to happen. Live and then jungle skiing. And then I saw an email from either Krupa or Teddy going, oh, I think we'll pass on this one. <gasps> and that's why... I quit. I, <laughs> and that's why I'll never truly love them. Um, <laughs> so there we are. Uh, another... Film, mm. which I, I don't know if it's as good as Triple X, if anything could be as good as Triple X or Return of Xander Cage. Trailers were as bad. Listen. <laughs> they were bad. The first well, trailer wait, was bad. But anyway, I, listen. But I want Star Trek be Beyond. Yeah. Star Trek Beyond. Star Trek Beyond. Which had a bad first trailer, a really good second trailer, mm. I think. So I didn't watch either of the trailers because I am a massive Star Trek fan. and you were that big, you would have watched them, sure. No, no. I'm too big a fan yeah, to I know, want I to watch the trailer. Really? There's literally a point where you just kind of go, yeah, if you I like, don't... If you're just going to yeah. watch something... No, it's, it's where you kind of go. You, you don't if I was a big fan, I wouldn't be able to help myself. No, you don't want any spoilers. You don't want it. It's in the same way that you wait until Christmas Day to open your Christmas presents. Yes. It's that sense of, I wanted it to just experience it on the day and also not be influenced. I didn't look up any media, didn't look up any coverage, just wanted to have own opinion. And it was amazing. It was so, so good. So I gave you my tickets. You Ra- did. So rather than go so see Star Trek Beyond, I went running with these, with these Vin Diesel hating bozos. <laughs> Um, but I'm glad it was really good because all, all I've heard is really good things. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like so it's it's had a shift in tone because obviously Star Trek Into Darkness was kind of boring, shite. Yeah, those are two words that I think people said, but maybe not those quite words in their reviews. But it was very much people kind of thought that it was a very dark tone, funnily yeah. enough, and it, it, you know what made the original Star Trek series and kind of like the original Star Trek movie or the first movie in J.J. Abrams' new series kind of stand out was this kind of tone that was very jokey almost kind of like it was it was a lot more jovial and then vibrant they, yeah and then they went like super serious and people didn't really like that and so what they've tried to do innocent people die into lots, lots of innocent yeah. I mean that's Khan but the the issue with Khan in, in the second movie was more just the fact that that in the TV series, you'd had ages and ages and ages to fall in love with these characters. So when Khan yeah. ripped through the kind of the crew, it was so distressing. Whereas in the film, it just feels really like, eh. Yeah. Even even when they're like main members of the crew, you've only really been seeing them acting for like an hour. And so mm. it, it just feels like more of a, a plot point. Yeah, I, th- I think like for me, like it's meant to be, the thing that I had a problem with it was it was meant to be like this whole new adventure thing. They were like going off on these different new adventures and then you just get a baddie that we already know yeah. and we already have preconceptions for, which is kind of, I was like, why have you done this? And, and also he was a good enough baddie without actually being calm. And there's literally the bit where Leonard Nimoy turns up and goes, he's... 
awful. Mm. Don't be nice to him. And then they just ignore him. So he's, it's useless advice. Also, that film has some of the worst foreshadowing I've ever seen. The bit with the triple, where Bones, who has done absolutely nothing for the entire thing, is yeah. asked what he's doing, and he's like, I think this unconnected plot point has regenerative powers. Yeah. And then just, like, fucks off for an hour. Yeah. And then comes back and saves the day, and that's the end of the film. He is the it's, best thing in those films as well. Carl Urban? Yeah. He's pretty funny. He's fantastic. He seems like a really grumpy man, <laughs> and I quite like that. I don't think he is. I think from all I've heard from different people, he's very nice. Is he? Yes. I mean, I quite. I was going to say it's good that he's grumpy. I like that. Yeah. He doesn't treat it with respect. That's what <laughs> I want. <laughs> well, if you don't like baddies that you know a lot about and that you've seen before, then yeah. you'll really like the new baddie in this one. He's he's called Crawl, and there was a reference actually to Crawl like ages ago in Star Trek lore, but it's nothing to do with that. He's this brand new guy played by Idris Elba. And he's like, he has one of the best entrances I've yeah. ever seen as a supervillain. It's like evil incarnate. Did you come in like Hulk Hogan? It's like <laughs> pumping up the crowds. Like, <laughs> the down on it's like that. He's pre- it's pretty badass. I can deal with you staring badass. directly into my eyes during that. <laughs> Whilst pumping the crowds. That's too much. It really works. Uh, it's really, really good. And the, like, I mean, the, the only downside, and I, hopefully, I mean, if this... If you really don't want any Star Trek spoilers, then I guess shut your ears. It's not a massive spoiler. It's not a massive spoiler at all. But like... Who are you talking to then? It's... I don't want to... Okay, well... Let's not do it. Let's not do it. It feels like now, yeah. It's not a massive spoiler. It's more just like a... I want to know. It's more... I think I I mentioned it to you this morning in the... You've already had it spoiled. (laughs) It's literally just to do with a flaw within that character. More to do with the second half. That wow. I, I'm just going to say because it's probably not a big spoiler. Well, but he's we've got he, a choice now. <laughs> he, he's a little running rough shot over our expectations. I don't know what's happening? Incredible. I know. She's gone mad. Bleep out I'm all just of this. Like, <laughs> embargo. <laughs> no, he's like he becomes very two dimensional. He in dies at minute seventy two. <laughs> exactly. Okay. No, like I'm, I think I likened him earlier to the baddie in the first film, Nero. Like yeah. he's. He's kind of like a reheated version of him in the end. And and the whole idea of him is, whereas before Khan was this villain who he completely dominated the second film, you know, we, we saw him constantly. Yeah. It almost became that like Kirk and Spock were cameoing in like the Khan movie. Mm. Now the baddie here is kind of like, there's not a lot of backstory to him. He's very mysterious. His whole threat is in the fact that you don't really know what his yeah. motives are or his ambitions are. But then he just becomes very two-dimensional and there's right. this kind of he he delivers these monologues that are just super villain 101 monologue right and then at the end you find out a bit more and that's kind of like but the last yeah. the last three films that i have seen idris elba in i think i was going to make a similar point well i don't know actually the last three films i've seen idris elba in it hasn't been idris elba's face oh i see okay i don't know if I remember him even having a face. <laughs> String of bells just a big green screen. I don't understand. I can't remember what he looks like. Because the last things I saw him in were Jungle Book, Toy Story, and now Star Trek. I thought you were going to say that he always uses the same voice, which is... It's a good voice. Oh, it's just boring. No one moans at Tom Hanks. Well, Tom Hanks sounds fun, though. I think Idris Elba sounds fun. I don't think Idris Elba's very good. Since since, since The Wire. I don't think well, he's done anything particularly He is amazing standout. in The Wire, though. I've he's just amazing in The Wire. What about it. those virgin internet adverts? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's his whole character in most of his things. He's just like, yeah, good. 
I'm doing a big sort of threat. I really, thing. I really want to go back to Luther, but at one point I got to Luther's it. Luther's crap. And I was like, if I see him put that coat on once more and put the like thing oh, up and then walk off, I don't get it. Everyone's like, oh, Luther's so gritty. It's yeah. a load of people talking in base, nearly Cockney rhyming slang, <laughs> like just getting angry at each other and then solving slightly grisly mm. murders. Rubbish. Absolute bollocks. Well, or something good. Well, Star Trek I, Beyond, though. Like Star, Star Trek, Trek Beyond, Beyond genuinely is one of my favourite films that I've seen this year. Holy genuinely. shit! It's so good. And there's this amazing bit, amazing scene that I think will be really divisive. People are either going to love it or hate it. Don't tell us what it is. But I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, no, of course not. But you'll know it when you see it. And I think that will go in, down in like sci-fi history as one of just the best. What? Well, yeah. well, well. I'm excited mm. about that. Okay. Guys. Oh, God, no, is the time? Down? Oh, I see. Well, oh, our, no. printer, our printer's broken, so I'm going to have to do things with a phone. I have to write this stuff down. Oh, guys, no. guys, guys. Okay. I've been away for a couple yeah. of weeks. I haven't been on the podcast. Nope. Which means you guys have had a respite from Keyword Countdown. Where the jingle goes. Yes! Yeah! Excellent. See, I didn't know that I was going on this podcast until like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And now I just haven't, I've not had the time to prepare mentally or physically yeah. or emotionally. You're the only person who reacts badly to this section anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Although, to be, to be fit, yeah, because Rory was meant to be on the podcast, then he dropped Alicia in it like two seconds before we came in. It was going to be first versus second. It was, was going to be first versus second. Now, unfortunately for Rory, well, I don't know what's going to happen. So, here we go. <laughs> Sounds like... Oh, no, you're framed. actually starting. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Film number one. Oh, God. Oh, if you don't want keyword counting. Oh, my God! <laughs> and this is the first time you know it. Basically, IMDb has a load of crazy keywords for different films. So, you have to guess what the film is by these crazy mm-hmm. keywords. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Film number one. Undercover cop. Gang. Urban setting. Scorpio. Heist. Serpico. That's what I meant. This describes so many films. Machismo. Machismo undercover. The Dark Knight. Implied sex. Implied? What? Five word title. Oh my Five. god. Five. There will be blood. <laughs> That's four. <laughs> Heist. Oh my goodness! The town, the town, what is action town. <laughs> what undercover cop was in there? Will be blood. I don't know. That's the first he's, long title. Long I can con. He's long con in them. Undercover um, highwayman. Uh, run car off road. Run car off road. So many movies. Italian job. The ninth yeah. clue. Auto shop. Oh, John Wick. <laughs> Final clue. Illegal street race. It's the, the very the very first Fast and the Furious, but you can have that. Well done. I don't want to play against you. It's actually worrying. Holy shit! I didn't like that at all. Hopefully, Dale has normalised that audio and your ears are all intact. Hopefully, he's deleted this audio so file. Sorry. Yep. It's alright, you beat the Volcanic. best. I'm not you even sorry though. Fine, I, got, I don't mind losing the that. And the thing is, like, because that was on the final clue, I only got one point for that. It's fine. I mean, you said 
Tokyo Drift as well, but doesn't matter because it was the very first, the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> I'm so proud. Film number two. I don't know if you should be. <laughs> Film number two. Yeah. Invasion. Independence Day. Infantry. Independence Day Resurgence. Violence. Uh, uh, oh. Vomiting. Stormtroopers. Full uh, Metal Jacket. Fear of Death. God, that's all films and my life. Edith Piaf. Ah, oh, fucking who's Edith Piaf? Diane Le- Young. Levion Rose. <laughs> Edith Piaf. Main character dies. The pianist. Oh, really? Penultimate clue. Rescue mission. Rescue. Fucking <gasps> Inglorious Bastards. Final clue. Oh, oh no, is it the one with the the meat? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Well done. Final clue was Normandy. Well done. Mm. Well done, Jill. Well done. Well done. Well done. done. You all ready for this? Oh, God. What's happened to my phone? What has happened to your phone? Talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. I fixed it. Film number three. Boy. About a boy. Friendship. Love, actually. Fox and the Hound. Prejudice. Junkyard. 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 Alien life form. Super 8. And E.T. And... Year 1957. E.T. I just said E.T. Oh, did you? <laughs> Mac and me. Eating non-food. I love that. <laughs> Eating non-food. Because you know someone's, someone has written that and gone, there's a word for this, but I don't know what it is. Non-food. Three-word title. Why is this not working <clears throat> in my brain? Penultimate clue. It's definitely not Mac and me. Pretending to be a statue. What? Fucking... Final clue. Robot. Mm. Uh, AI. Oh, oh, Wally. Oh, the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. Uh, well done. I've never well seen done. the Iron Giant. I've never it's seen. It's amazing. I've heard it's brilliant. It's so good. Oh, I'm going to watch that this weekend. Anyway, see you there. Um, okay. <clears throat> this has been an underwhelming round so far. It's yeah, taken a long it's, time to get things. It's good. <laughs> That's right. great. No, well done. I, I like this. This is him geeing us up. Because technically, you're playing along at the same speed as everyone else. Mm. That's true. So I haven't worked out how to be able to do that. How to make it a decent game for people at home. That's it. What? What we're doing now. I know, yeah. It is a decent game for people at home. Right now, That's what I'm talking about. But not when bloody people are guessing them first, second, third. Anyway, doesn't matter. (laughs) Film number four. The future. Back to it. The Terminator? Damaged starship. Oh. Oh. uh, Uh, Is it Event Horizon? Alien planet. Uh, Oh, alien. Prometheus. Lens flare. Star Trek uh, Into Darkness Star Trek The first Star Trek Base The final frontier These are the voyages Fighting Fighting <laughs> Fucking hell uh, Planet Eclipse Oh uh, god damn it Darkness Interstellar uh, The other one. Oh, that was a good one That was a good guess Bald man <laughs> is, it, is it Picard? Is it, it's, it's, is it a Star Trek one with Picard in it? Goggles Gog- Goggles Firefly Serenity. Oh, Serenity was a good choice. Who's got goggles? I'm going to have to call it here, guys, unfortunately. No, 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 no. Can you run through the clues again? Future. Damaged starship. Alien planet. Lens flare. Space. Must be JJ Fighting. Eclipse. Darkness. A bald man. The Force Awakens. 
Pitch Black with yes! Vin Diesel. Yes. I've never watched that. Well done. <laughs> Another one up. <laughs> you literally flinched. I'm so sorry. Well done. <laughs> you attack me. <laughs> you are worryingly intense. Well done. No, I like it. Because what are we without intensity? Just normal. Robots. Like the Iron Giant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Final film. Actually, I'll tell you now. Except for this last one. What's the what's the link Vin between all those? Yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving you a point. No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's a fine. The final one, and Vin Diesel's not in this, as far as I know. Oh, he's definitely. He's, de- he's, definitely, not. The, he's definitely not. I didn't know he's in the Iron Giant. Yeah, he's the voice. Is he? Yeah. Um, martial arts. Enter the dragon. Female martial artist. Rush Hour Two. Third part. Rush Hour Three. Sequel. Beverly Hills Cop Three. <laughs> Star died before release. Ah, oh, The Crow Three, <laughs> Space Opera, Space Opera. Oh, based on TV series. Serenity. No. Thirteenth part. What martial is... artist? Star. Se- sequel to a reboot. Oh my god! Wait, Star Star Trek Into Darkness, Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> I put that in for you, motherfucker. <laughs> I was going on martial artist. I was thinking of like a karate kid. Yeah. You'll get put off by the most obscure clue. Un- <sighs> unfo- unfortunately, because it's a new film, there's not that many keywords for it. And two of them were really shit. Uh, Wait, run through the clues again. Martial arts. Yeah. Female martial artist. Third part. Sequel. Star died before release. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Space Although, I think opera. it was the first two that really threw me of like martial artist yeah. and female yeah. martial artist. Based on TV series, 13th part, sequel to a reboot, and the final to one, Star Trek. Yeah, I should have got it. <laughs> should have got it on 13th keywords. part. There you go, Joe. You got six points. Well Alicia, you got two points. I'm happy then. with two. Fantastic. What an amazing round of keyword countdown. Hopefully, <laughs> if I'm on next week. There'll be another one. Who knows? Let's see this ship of a podcast home with some feedback. We Our printer's not working, so it's all in our phones. So let's find out. I'm going to read one? one out. Okay. It is going to be this one from Dylan. Dylan Wynn. Sweet. Hi, all. I have a quick question. Has Joe recently done a voiceover for a hay fever commercial? <laughs> I think maybe Benadryl. I only heard it once and it was in the background whilst working, so I couldn't say exactly what it was, but his voice is so distinctive that I'm convinced it is him. I haven't, but you are the third person to tell me that I've been a part of a Benadryl advert. If you you see that advert, come on, can someone record it? Yeah, I really want to hear it. I want to know what's going on. There's too many people who think I'm repping hay fever, which is interesting. I mean, you should probably just get in contact with the makers of the advert, so if the guy gets hay fever and his voice goes one day, you can go in and record for him. I don't get hay fever. He's probably so got as yeah. advocate. He's probably got as much hay fever medicine as he wants. That's true. That's yeah, but what if it's drowsy and he falls asleep? Does that happen if you do an advert? If you do an advert, can you basically guarantee that you'll have no. like if I did an advert for wagon wheels? Could I? <laughs> what would, an amazingly obscure would, thing! Would that keep me in wagon wheels? Forever? No, it wouldn't. No, absolutely no? not. No, not unless you're an actual famous person. But I would be because I'd be in the advert. You wouldn't be that famous. Wagon wheels. What's that going to be? If I was doing a voice. ITV tea time. If I was doing a voice. Hello. Do you like 
wagon wheels. There you go. See, if I was doing that, sold. Would that you was, like a marshmallowy <laughs> treat? That was bloody good. That was. That's like wagon sometimes wheels. Sometimes we're complex. Sometimes we jam. Jam. Yeah, jam. Yeah, yeah. Marshmallow ones had. Uh, I think some they biscuits, were, some chocolate. They were massive. They were really big. Too big. Too big. Or is that because we were really small? No, 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 we're no, just no, massive. We were actually massive. Okay. Yeah, big old, bigger big old than jobbers. A car. But Dylan um, continues. Oh, speaking of the old, get, uh, he's, I've skipped some stuff, so this makes no sense. Let's skip to this. Have you guys watched Stranger Things yet? No, no. Oh well, that was, I thought you had. <laughs> no point. We were going to talk about it on this week's podcast, but I didn't have time to watch. The we won't. We time. won't talk about it in depth. But basically, Dylan gives a very <clears> good uh, potted summary of why it's good without giving anything away. So that's good. Uh, blah 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 the show is impeccably well made with a strong cast awesome visual style and great attention to detail on top of this it's pretty damn scary the intro encapsulates it all perfectly and this is bang on the Stephen King typeface brands yeah. the show in hot bleeding VHS red with creepy John Carpenter beats and a little bit of old school projector wobble it's a love letter to the uh, to the 1980s, the best decade, and not only pays homage to the uh, to the era that defined the genre, but uses nostalgia to play with what you know and push its story beats a little harder. I laughed, I reminisced, and I shat myself. Nice. Winner. Give this man a writing job. Dylan That's is amazing. very good, and the, that is absolutely bang on. Like Stranger Things is taking over my every waking minute at the we'll, moment. We'll it's talk fantastic. about our next week's podcast. I think all of us would have finished it by yeah. then. And so. it, it is so far up everyone's street. Awesome. So, yeah, it's, all right. it's incredible. All right, let's race through these then. Let's. Joe's got to put something live at four. I got to do It doesn't make work. any sense to you guys because God knows when you listen to this. If you listen to this, if you happen to be listening to it at 20 to 4, that you know the kind of time we're up against. 2099. Here we go. If they're listening in the future, they look back at our covers and they see it's still there because that was the last You're, not, he- you're not helping. You're not helping. Tyler Downey writes in. He says, Hello everybody at the IGN UK podcast. I both watch and listen to your podcast as well as watch Prepare to Try, the best and most watched series on IGN globally. So there we are. And honestly, anything with you guys in it. Sounds a bit ch- chippy, to well. be honest. You all feel like people I can hang out with, play games, watch shows and movies, play Drunken Master with. Anyway, I'm interested in what drew you to video games. Video games are basically my life, and for me, it has always been about the escape. I want to get lost in another world, save that world, and almost live another life. I'm a lover of books, nerd, and video (laughs) games allow me to be the hero, and this is what really draws me in. What do you love about video games? What makes you want to play them? Oh, wow. That's a much deeper answer than mine. I just... Uh, I like it when there's men in them with nice asses yeah. that you can look at. Because a lot I, of the time... You only thin, play third-person games. Third-person, and I can watch a man's buttocks move up and down as I make him do things Best third-person man buttocks. Go. Uh, Favourite ever. Was it Wheelman with Vin Diesel? <laughs> 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 What's the, what was the 50 Cent Blood on the Sand oh that's a good game big cargo that's pants. actually a good game it was legit I'll, I'll have no bad words said against that never why, saying anything why do it. you play video games this year other than being a massive dweeb a massive nude aside from that like I've, I've talked about this before on the podcast but it, it comes down to the way it tells stories so like you know I've, I've, I've always read books as a nerd I've always you know watched films even though keyword countdown does not actually suggest that <laughs> but like those two mediums it's where yeah the story very much happens to you and I you know I love that but with games you are actually the propulsion engine behind it and especially I love tree games where your decisions affect the outcome of the story just that mm-hmm. sense of kind of I guess purpose to a game that I don't think you get with any other medium that's so unique to our industry and 
yeah, it's really exciting. I think I've got, and most of the people that I work with and know and are friends with and play games, I think we've got like a weird disease in us, which is just the love of playing. And it can be anything. It can be, yeah. like, it can be keyword countdown. It can be like dicking about in a car with your mates. It can be anything. And I think if I've, my, all my family have got it, like my nan, my auntie, my mum, they've all got it. Like that thing of just love playing. So it's like mm. playing tricks on people or anything like that. And that's why I play video games because I literally have to I just always have yeah I don't know why just been there always yeah. there we That's are comforting blend. Alicia you've got an email I have an email from Matt Huggins which is the nicest name ever sounds like a Pokemon it does but Matt Huggins says being in my mid-twenties <clears throat> like most others in this age bracket I grew up with Pokemon and have been eagerly anticipating the release of Go on release day I decided to have some drinks with a friend and every now and again we would go on the app and have a go it was loads of fun towards the end of the evening in Instead of going to the next pub, we decided to have a wander around the town and see what we could find. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw what felt like a hundred people swarmed around the local church, all chatting and playing the game. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. We stayed out socialising with people we'd never met before, playing with them, and it was one of the nicest experiences I've ever had as a gamer. Long may it continue. Love all the team equally as much as each other, Matt Huggins. <laughs> That's awesome. I haven't had like a thing with randoms yet, other than the Pokemon Go thing we did. I haven't been walking around and seen. Pe- I've seen people, but they've been by themselves, and I'm I think that's like. I think that's a quiet thrill to seeing other people playing, playing when it. you are. Yeah, yeah. Being like, yeah. yeah. Especially if yeah. there's like a like a cool Pokemon pops up nearby, yeah. and you want to be like, oh my god, he's an Eevee. Yeah, I was talking to one of the guys on the run yesterday. Uh, actually, the accountant guy we were talking about. He the said, KGB accountant. Yes, he said a um, Polyrath appeared outside his building yesterday, and he couldn't oh, reach wow. it from his uh, his seat. But mm. other people were talking about it, and he looked out of his window where it was. And he just saw, like, because he's right in the city of London, like yeah. big streams of people walking, but then just dotted around looking down from above, like little. Oh, that's like, awesome. Like rocks in the current of all these people who were very clearly catching Pokemon uh-huh. around oh, down there. Which that's I thought was cool. so cool. That's really cool. Like, just being able to see from above, like, yeah. Yeah, they're all definitely Go players. The streams. That's awesome. It's, like, it's like that bit in X Men where you look at all the different X Men in that massive and they're all like there in streams around the world. And then it's like, oh, it's yeah. like, it's like you become, you become Xavier. And Cerebro looking out. <laughs> I actually, Matt Huggins' PS is, is quite nice as well. The next day I went with my girlfriend for a hungover pub lunch. That pub was a Pokestop. We put a lure module down. One of the bar staff came over and thanked us after they asked us if it was one of us. Aww. You're like, that's really yeah. cool. That it's just awesome. making people happy and nice. What have you got, Joe? I have got this. This one's also about me. Uh, <laughs> ahoy, ahoy, OGN UK podcast. Ahoy, I want ahoy. everyone to do ahoy, hoy all ahoy, ahoy. While watching one of the videos on the site, I noticed Joe looks quite similar to emo hottie Frank Iero from My Chemical Romance. Have I gone mad, or do you guys see it too? This is, yet again, someone who has been repeatedly compared to me, even though he's much sexier than I am and considerably thinner. But, uh, yeah, my question... Anyway, I'm going to carry on. My question is, has anyone ever told you that you look like a celebrity? So, Gav, you've had Adam Buxton a thousand times. I get Adam, although I don't actually think I look like him you that don't much look at that all. Much like Adam like Buxton. we we don't have facial features. Um, you don't have facial features. No, you like Idris similar, Elba. Similar, yeah. <laughs> we don't have similar facial features. Um, I went to New York Comic Con once and got stopped multiple times by people who thought I was Kevin Smith. No way. Really? They thought, and then they were like, "Oh, are you Kevin Smith?" Kevin and I was like, "No." And they were like, "Oh, are you?" 
um, cosplay as Kevin Smith. I was like, no, it's my <laughs> fucking clothes I <laughs> wear. That's ridiculous. You that's don't amazing. wear hockey t-shirts and jorts. No, that's I, just I had not- a pair of shorts on and a hoodie. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. the only similarity I can see is that you both have beards and yeah. brown hair. But I mean, we, yeah, you, like, I mean, there, you have exactly the same hair and beard, actually, in that but picture. But, like, where at New York Comic Con, I was probably about that size. I'm pointing to a picture where he is considerably larger than he is you, now. No, but you are... You have always been considerably smaller than Kevin Smith. Yeah, He's a big man. I think if you were at Comic Con and you saw someone, I don't know. There's a lot of people. If you yeah, were desperate to maybe. meet Kevin Smith. I mean, <laughs> Who do people say you look like? Oh, I don't know. It's... No. Like, I don't... Also, you do know. Well, I do... Well, no, but it's also... It's in the same, like, thread as Joe of... I don't look anything like her. And to say okay. that you look like her makes it just seem... Are you like, like, oh, like God, her. people say that I look like Naomi Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly. the first model that I could think of. And it's nothing <laughs> like it. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've had it a couple of times, which is incredibly untrue that I look like Jennifer Lawrence, which is not true. So that's the only one I can think of. Yeah. What was that? No, I'm trying to what think. I'm noise? trying to think of, of times I've seen Jennifer Lawrence, which I look like. No, she literally. I mean, yeah, very lovely, but not <laughs> unlucky, true. Jen. You don't look anything like me. So stop telling people that we look alike. <laughs> all right? Because it's bloody embarrassing. Um, I've got. What have I got, Joe? What am I reading out? I don't know. You told me. I did. Brian Lewis? You've forgotten it. Brian Lewis? Tyler and Brian. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Here we go. Brian. Duck Hunt. Hey, guys. I recently attended Star Wars Celebration in London and had an amazing time. So did we. Aww. I met up with a couple of fellow Duck Hunters, really nice lads, and I bumped into Dan and Jory, Dan and Rory, love the accent in person, and Joe. Cheers, by the way, for taking the time to take a pit with me. Bit gutted I didn't meet fellow Welshman Gav, though. Aww. This is, I just, this is oh, the guy. this is the dude you talked about. This yeah. is the guy who saw Cooper and was like, Cooper! And got a picture with him. It was like, yeah. oh, Rory! Got a picture with him and then went, to me you a presenter as well I was like, yeah Aww. he got a picture with me he's looked me up so that makes me feel much better about that situation <laughs> I like you he's just like who, are you are you famous ah. I bumped right. into Dan Rory and some prick who looks like a My Chemical Romance miscellaneous <laughs> miscellaneous IGN man <laughs> and our final bit of feedback our final bit of feedback um, it's from the guy who you may have seen if you're part of the Duck Hunter podcast group he's been pa- posting these amazing drawings um, that are inspired by the podcast and prepared to try so he did like oh, a, he the guy did a the turtle crouper he's done finchy so funny so he says art is not my profession but it's something I well, love it bloody doing. well should be yeah wow, it incredible. genuinely should like, these are amazing he says art's not my profession but it's something I love doing and I was wondering if any of you have any hidden talents hobbies or passions that you'd like to share I know Rory is in a band and Alicia has been an extra but it would be awesome to know if Krupa is secretly a cage fighter killer crops or if Gav has an affinity for ballet the dancing dragon <laughs> I make the best cup of tea oh. that I've ever tasted. Yeah, he like, actually does. I, I honestly, I love having tea made for me, but I nobody makes tea as good as me. You were showing off about tea this morning, even this morning. Well, it's because I made a fantastic cup of tea. You brewed it hard. I brewed it real hard for our fifteen to twenty minute video um, meeting. I have no discernible talents, but that's not Kruper. Yeah. Well, Krupa is also a very talented artist, yeah. as referenced by your leg. And he, and he plays guitar. Does he? Yeah. What? He would have cleaned up at my school. Unbelievable. Yeah. Art and guitar. I know. He's a proper Pretty catch. cool man. He is a catch. Yeah. But there we are. Those are talents. What's yeah. yours? I. They're not talents. I go swing dancing. 
And do you? Yeah, I do. It's so much fun. It's so Aww. much fun. You're swing dancing and do you have like a re- do you have a regular partner? Um, <laughs> I go with my friend B, but yeah. like, and we do partner up sometimes because like often there's way more girls than guys, so then yeah. you have to. And it actually makes you a better dancer if you can dance the guy part as well and know what it's like to lead because mm. it's like it's a skill to be able to follow, but also just to come up with all the moves and choreograph is insane and to link them together. And you suddenly realise how hard it is to be a guy and to like string it together so but yeah it's super super fun because it's like so bouncy and there's yeah. this amazing move where like give me your hand to like have tension in your hand and then you like so like pull back yeah so you like both pull back and then you both spring at each other so you like pull and then you basically like pull <laughs> what was that noise? The no it was it was a move that I'd never done with my body before <laughs> Different New muscles. Different muscles. But it's amazing. So you both like swing and change places super quick and then like snap and then go into it. It's really fun. That is lovely. <laughs> and what a lovely way to end Yay. IGN UK podcast number 341. Now we, time for a lovely cup of tea from Yes. Me. We might be back next week or it might be somebody different. That's the good thing about this podcast. So, and also the terrible thing because no one can ever quite get a handle on their reality. What if, we, what if we send someone spinning out into their own mind's abyss? Well, I'd rather not think about that, Joseph, so I'll just say adieu. Bye. 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 Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.